my queens, my kings, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you have tuned in to another episode of Mary's Daughter. I just want to thank you guys. It's been a long time. I know that the last time I uh, posted anything was back in September of 2019. And a lot has happened uh, between then and now. And by now, you all, uh, we are caught in this coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic um, with so many so many questions of will things get better in this time will things get worse within this time will people get let up from the the lockdowns and the quarantines that we are on with everything that's going on it almost it's almost almost (laughs) is overshadowing this week Right now, today, March, oh, sorry, April the 10th, 2020, it is Good Friday. And while COVID-19 is rearing its ugly head and is up and about, my God is bigger. Jesus is bigger than all of this. And I will not let it overshadow and overtake this week, especially today. Today being Good Friday and what it means to me is what I want to touch on. I wanted to take a moment really quickly. I paused so I could grab my Bible. Um, But like I stated before, I don't want anything to overshadow. Whether it be Good Friday, next Friday... Next Tuesday, (laughs) I don't want, and I don't think any of those who are believers should also let anything override, overtake um, the significance of of our Lord and Savior. Um, I know that there is a lot going on, and I myself am a warrior, a worry wart, as you may call us. I can hear some information. And I then start to process it day in and day out to the point of anxiety. And I have no problem telling people that it is something I I struggle with, something I deal with, but something that has been getting better for me because I think in realistic terms, I go to God in prayer. I go towards my church family. I go to my my sisters, my best friend, uh, my little sister. Like I go to I go to do those things that will help calm me down and then I go from there so again we are human we are going to worry but what I'm saying is let's take that back let's take the power back especially just today you guys if only for today let's get in our word Let's get on our knees. Let's listen to some worship music and understand the significance of today. Now, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a theologian. (laughs) You know, I only I am Treva and I am only coming from my heart and from what I want today to mean to me. 
And I have to admit that coming back into my relationship with God, God never left me, but I understand through the years that I let go of God. I didn't think he was around. I didn't think he cared because of certain things that had happened or that were happening. So now that I am trying to regain a, a deeper relationship with the Lord, you know, studying the word, getting back into church, getting into small groups, really, really getting into the word and reading it myself. It was this moment that is in Matthew. Sorry. It is in Mark chapter 14 verse 32 it starts at verse 32 um ending in verse uh 42 right before Jesus is arrested it is in that moment that section that made me love the Lord so much and you're probably thinking Treva he put breath in your lungs he kept you all those years you know um you know, insert testimony here, but I'm telling you guys, it was good Friday that actually made me hunger so much for, for Jesus and the word and the presence of God and the Holy spirit, because there are three God, Jesus, and the Holy spirit. And when Jesus was praying in the garden on Friday, And he said simply, he said it so quickly though, God, if this cup could pass for me, and of course I'm not quoting word for word in the Bible, I could and will, um, if you need me to, again, if you want to grab your Bible, it is in Mark chapter 14, starting at verse 32. And again, in that moment, he cried and pray to his father. And this was the human side of him coming out. And that's what made me fall in love with Jesus all over again. Because if you, up until this point, there were so many parables he was teaching, so many healings and doctrine and all that stuff that he was, to me, again, this is me, this is Mary's daughter, Treva, coming at you with my, um, my opinion. But to me, when I was regaining my relationship with God and reading the word, I was like, here we go. I already know these things. I know that God healed the blind man, made the lame walk, made the hearing, you know, hear the deaf hear, um, raised Lazarus. You know, I know these things and forgave sins, which were amazing. (laughs) I'm not discrediting any of that. But it was in this one moment that God, sorry, Jesus appeared to me as me. He was me. He was crying to his father that I don't want to do this. God, I'm I'm troubled right now and uh, I'm scared. You know, in that moment, he became so real to me because it is what I feel Now, I'm not Jesus because no offense, I don't think I could go along. I don't think I could die knowing that there are people who would never believe in me. There will be people who will still mock me, mock the Bible. There are still people who will to this day even kill those who believe, you know, in Christianity or the word or God. Um, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm going to say, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm just going to put it out there. And the Lord knows my heart. He knows I love, I do love people, but to die the excruciating death that Jesus died, I don't think I could have done it. I just, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have because of what I know now in 2020 and how people's actions are and how even friends and families and best friends can talk about each other and harm each other and kill each other and, and just do all sorts of bad things. I, I anyway, I digress <laughs> in that moment. And like I said, it was so quick because as soon as he said, you know, if this cup could pass for me, he also then said, but your will be done. And that's the thing that gives me, even now as I speak to you, it gives me chills because God, Jesus showed me that he is me, but that he is also, it's that fully man, fully God, that he still trusts God. And he laid down his life so that I, I could come to the father anytime I want to. Every day I've woken up for the past month or so I've been really trying to connect and go to God in the mornings and give him his time as I say in my head when Jesus died the veil was torn and I don't want to get into all of the the Bible of it all because you can read it for yourself and many of you listening may already know exactly what I'm talking about the veil was there to separate the Holy of Holies and the um, Ark of Covenant from everybody else. And we as people could not go to God and ask for prayer and pray and do like what we do now. We had to, and I think if I read right, you get cleansed of your sins. It was like once. It was like an occasion that happened that everybody met and went through all these ceremonial things in order to be cleansed of your sins um, and all of that good stuff. Today, we don't have to do that. From that moment that the veil was torn, we could go to God on our own as emotional, as sinful, as hurt, as angry as we are. God does not care. It was what Jesus did, though, that tore that veil. And to me, that day, today will forever be a point of reverence for me, a point of remembrance for me, a point of Jesus, I give all to you because I, I don't have anything I can even give that that makes up for what you did. I can give you my worship. I can give you my praise. I can surrender to you. You guys, I just want you to love Good Friday as much as I do. I, I mean, honestly, you guys, and it's so funny and ironic that it's called Good Friday, but it is a Good Friday because without today, you guys, without Good Friday, there would be no Sunday. There would be no risen king. There would be no robbing of the grave and all the things we sing about if it wasn't for today. We worship and cry and, and raise our hands on Sunday 
in triumph, which we should. But I think today should be the day that we really meditate. We really get into the word and read through Mark. Today, Good Friday is a good Friday. And God, you know my heart. You know I don't mean to be insensitive at all. Saying, oh yeah, like I'm happy, but I am happy because in this moment when he prayed, let this cup pass for me, but not your, but not my will, but yours, Lord. It changed the trajectory of everything. It gave me back my life. It gave me what I have today. It gave me the freedom to come to the, to the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, just as I am. So I'm going to celebrate Good Friday. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to smile. In this moment, and a lot of people, a lot of people maybe don't know this. A lot of my church family do now that I am Deathly scared of praying in public, talking in public, speaking in public, whatever you want to call it, getting up on a stage. I have nerves just like everyone else. Don't get me wrong. I got the butterflies because I want people to like what I'm saying. I want people to laugh if I say a joke. All of those things, yes, I get those nervous butterflies, but it does not like scare me to the point that I can't do it. I love public speaking. Most of you who know me and who are listening know I love public speaking. I love getting getting up and being able to speak to people. But I do not like praying in front of people. I guess it goes towards my anxiety. It also goes into me believing in that I am not adequate enough. That if I pray, people are going to laugh at me. People are going to think, why is she opening her mouth? Everything plays in my head and I don't want to do it. I have prayed in public, obviously, and I want to pray right now. In the Bible, Jesus even says to the disciples that you don't pray like the people out there who are wanting to be heard using big words and and long drawn out sentences that mean absolutely nothing (laughs) he said just pray and to me and again this is my meaning to me it means just pray just talk As easily as I can talk to you right now, talk to anybody in in person, get up on a stage and freely talk. That's how God wants us to pray. Just open your mouth and you talk. So right now, if you would in agreement with me, bow your head, close your eyes, lift your hands, get on your knees, whatever you want to do in this moment. Lord God, today... Good Friday. It's the day that that you decided to give freedom to everyone. Your blood was shed so that we could live. You took on all the sins of man, even those who would never believe in you. But just for a chance, 
just in case, just in case you died. We rejoice in Good Friday. Even though, Lord God, you were you were beaten. Your side was pierced, Lord God. You were nailed to a cross. You were whipped, given a crown of thorns, spit on, name called, mocked. You said yes. You said yes just for us, God. And we say thank you. There's nothing we can do, Lord God, to repay what you've given us. But we don't have to. We come to you now, Lord God. We say thank you. Today, COVID-19 will not get the glory. Today, COVID-19 is lower, Lord God, than you. It has always been lower than you, Lord God. You are bigger and it's time that we tell the disease People are dying, Lord God. People are out of work, Lord God. Families are struggling, Lord God, and you know it all. And because of your death, we are able to come to you in those moments saying, God, why? Let this cup pass. But not my will. Your will be done. With everything that we are, we say thank you. We love you in the name above all other names. In the name of Jesus, we say amen.